0: All right you guys it is almost that time we got about a couple of more hours before we go into the new year upon the western calendar the um, we actually end the first, end in the first quarter of God's calendar year Many of you who follow the Judea God's calendar, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm just sitting here all day. I started out this morning, early this morning, uh, striving to send out a an email blast, and I probably still do it, but it won't be so detailed as I wanted it to. And, um, I, I found myself stuck, and I guess, by me just going back on everything that, uh, was a part of what I've encountered, I guess, are, just the different experiences through this year. It has really been ooh, it has been something. I mean, 2020 really was it started out with a bang with um the unexpected deaths, especially with Colby. Um before that happened, I had a sister in Christ that I had just got off the phone with her that Tuesday and Wednesday she was in a car accident then and I think it was southeast side of Houston they had this major explosion right and during that time too I still was oh my gosh you know going back and forth it was cold around this time it was so cold and I just had to sit and breathe because I was like wow I don't even think people really knew the intensity that I encountered. And I know I was not by myself. They have so many individuals that have encountered so much this year, that have lost so much, that are struggling and still struggling. And I just had to take a deep breath. And you know what I said? Nah, I think I'm just going to just chill, right? <laughs> well, that's exactly what I did, and I started watching this uh, this series, which I thought it was a movie, but I'm gonna find out it's a series, right? A million missing things and it's very very interesting how this life that a group of these friends then grew up together and the one that kept everything together had issues <laughs> right and it just opened up a lot of Unanswered questions. And then he took his life. And you go, wow. They revealed where he had just made a major deal, which in I guess everybody else's eye, it would have been successful, right? So why would this person. Why would this person take his life? But as each episode revealed, you'll see little pieces of things that occurred that in the midst of everything that he was keeping everybody else together, he had some 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 situations that was unraveling. It just had me to really, really think and I really felt so overwhelmed and it made me think about why God had. And I, I put God in it because if it was not for the spirit of God, um, I don't know how I would have made it this for on my own um, I felt alone and abandoned and rejected and the betrayal and all the things that I saw through this series but through these episodes because I haven't finished watching it yet it just made me think about wow all the celebrations it was like I can I can really really count on one hand how many celebrations that others did for me right um And really, recently, if it wasn't for my my um, daughter encouraging me, and it's like, man, you've been doing this and been doing that. You have not really celebrated yourself, you know? And I was like, well, yeah, I need to do that. But then uh, it made me think about they have a scene on here where, you know, one of the friends was dealing with cancer, where I had to deal with cancer. And at that time, um, the support system that this person had, and then every year or every six months, they celebrated this person, right, for the remission. And I was like, wow, I never had that celebration, y'all, until I started... Um it's like I had to create my own. You know, that's why I always say welcome to my world because it's like I'm the only one celebrating my world. You know. Now I know of course you have your your children, you know, and and they celebrate your birthday and stuff, but little milestones like wow, this will be fifteen years um that I've been in remission from cancer. And the last three years I celebrated myself by um volunteering at MD Anderson and then doing a 5K. Well, I didn't do it this year because of the COVID and then 2019 by me working in the way they had my schedule, I wasn't able to do it. And it was like okay, so I'm losing that stride, right? Well, not really. It's just things have changed. But when I sit there, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and it really makes you really come into that place to like, and I start thinking about it. I say, oh my gosh, here we go, another New Year's coming around. And I'm by myself again. You know? And I felt within myself, and I'm just sharing this, but I just felt like by this time I say, well, my Lord. I should have at least a, a companion or a partner or even being married, right? I mean, I know I'm not that that bad off. You know, um, I know the Lord came back for me because He died on the cross for me, but He also said that uh, man should not be alone, and I have dealt with that, and I'm I'm really content to a certain extent, you guys, to the point where when I sit down and think about it, and I was like, okay. I guess my my flaw, that somebody can say I have flaws if I want to challenge. You know, if I have concerns, if I'm asking a question or, you know, uh, I don't give them control. You're not supposed to have control and dominance over a person. But why it always, when it comes down to man towards me, they're always trying to control or dominate me. Or make me feel like, you know, you 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 need some help, so, you know, listen to what I say. Don't ask me about nothing else. Listen to what I say, and I'm like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa. I'm a very intelligent young woman, you know what I'm saying? I know I bring a lot to the table. I know I'm a full package, okay? So, you make me like, okay, you know what? I'm not even going to sweat about that, Father. It is what it is. I accept it. I don't accept it. I'm being honest. I really don't like how it feels, and I don't accept it. But I guess I'm gonna have to accept it. Okay. You know. So as I was sitting there, and I was like, "Well, t- here we go. Here we go again." You know. So I was trying hustling, bustling, trying to. I got all these calls, laid out, right? I got all these calls laid out with all the people I'm going to send calls to or whatever. And I could have been did it last week, y'all, but you know what? I said, you know, I'm not sending nothing out. Now that might be, now that might sound kind of selfish, but I'm like, I haven't got nothing. You know, I haven't got nothing from nobody. And I'm not counting my family, my family. Your family, your family, your closest family, to you, they, they, you, you know what I'm talking about, y'all. I'm talking about the people that's on the outer courts. I'm talking about the people that's always ringing your phone, asking you about A, B, C, D, F, G. You know what I'm saying? And in return, like, um, I was thinking about something that I saw, and yeah, it did trigger something because it kind of teed me off, but it, it. I saw a statement somebody had wrote to somebody else like, you know, um, that's they the best thing that ever happened to them or whatever. What? What what what, what that supposed to mean? You know, I was like, wait, wait, wait. How can that person be the best thing that ever happened to you when you didn't have anything and some and you perpetrated an emotionally entangled friendships to get to where you are. So, you know, you didn't do all of that by yourself. You know, you don't give prompts to somebody else. Yeah, they emotionally coming to tap you with your physical or your sexuality. Let's put it like that because the physical, you don't, the other person don't have to do it. They can just roll, you know, floss all in there. And so I was sitting there thinking, and say, like, wow, you know what? Mm, okay okay, so what am I supposed to do with all this, Lord? Because through this year, it's really been a, a, a rough year. I know it's been a rough year for me, so I know a lot of you guys that's probably listening to me is a rough year. You know, some some made it, some profited, but some are struggling. Some got heartache. Some had loss. Some became sick and still dealing with sicknesses and dealing with this COVID-19 and, all the other elements that can really break a person down if you don't have that that collaboration with people who really care about you, who really love you and care about you. Some you know, people that you know you can call upon and you and they believe in you and they say, you know what, we're gonna make this happen, I'm gonna do this here. And you don't have to be wondering, Well damn, what happened? <laughs> Was you really excited for me? Because when I really needed you, I mean, this is something that I needed for me to get something, a project done. So it just shows like, oh, okay, I see what it is. So my, my big thing is going into 2021, it's gonna it's all about number one it's all about making sure that you have the right perspective of your life intact that if you need help, get help if you need somebody to talk to, find somebody to talk to if you have to communicate to somebody done something, and you uh, literally have um, access to them, let them know, look, you didn't do right. You didn't treat me right. You didn't talk to me right. You didn't handle me right. You was wrong. I'm going to play my part, but you didn't play your part. I kept my word. You didn't keep your word. And then we're going to learn how to dust our feet and go forward. That, that's where I'm at now. That's where I'm at now. Because I tell you, 2020 was something else. And then um, I had saw where they're talking about this new strand, right? Well, I went back through my my um, history, my photo histories, and I was keeping up with the covid they had the new strains had hit way in March while they was figuring out the COVID you nineteen know, and the you know and this what's the symptoms or whatever, right? Because the new the symptoms are hitting. I'm telling you, I had to have a touch of that COVID. Because when I went through the list, that happened to me through March to the point all the way Three months, I could not move. I was in this state of limbo. My bones was aching. Now, I had everything except the fever. I did not have a fever. So when I called in to get a test schedule once they start letting you take it for free, well, we don't have a fever, but just quarantine. Okay, so now that you've been exposed to it, you still have a quarantine. Now, what does that do to individuals that have to go to work and can't go to work because of quarantine? So, overall... Then you got to think about all the the killings through the... Man, it's like the protesting was major. When George Floyd hit, oh my gosh. We saw this country... I mean, this thing broke out globally. But you know what, you guys? You know what the, the hurting thing is about it now? Us as black folks... It's like they really still don't care. Because guess what? They're still killing. they still killing our men. They're still going after the disrespecting the women. And so I just was sitting here today. Lord, y'all just don't know. I sit here all day. I didn't even want to get on this broadcast. But I said I have to communicate with my peoples. First of all, so they can hear my voice. And just be honest and transparent on where what's going on so those that first half of the year man it was hard it was really really hard for me I had to close the office out of Houston you know the ministry is still functioning online but we had to close the office because of the jobs the shutdown, no income was coming in, the 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 uh, building management, the owners that didn't want to work with nobody, they was quick to say we'll get the PPL. Well they wasn't approving all the PPLs. <laughs> they wasn't approving that for especially the um the stats for the African American business owners. We wasn't getting that money and then as soon as you know, I felt things was calming down. I was trying to get myself back together. Then what happened in June? My mom passed. But well, first she had she had got sick and so we had to go we went and rode to Louisiana for that. And stayed up there and everything was looking good and like soon we came back home to Houston. We get the phone call. Lord have mercy. Excuse me off she had passed. So that was like a TKO for me. Then all the stuff that was happening on the news, the wildflower, the I mean fires, the wildfires and the storms and then we had to deal with the hurricane and then more flooding and man and it's just no no relief. And to all of this when you think about it. Through all of this, the politicians are playing Russia roulette with people's lives. So that is definitely a mental anguish. And now we have to um like oh yeah, yeah, we're going to 2021. Everybody gets sighted and everything, but really people are hurting. People are hurting. You know, going into the new year, not be able to to pay your bills. And they they felt like they gave people six million dollars, not not six hundred dollars. They felt the six hundred dollars oh, that's so, that why is this so upset? It's six hundred dollars they are gonna get. Not knowing that okay y'all had us waiting for four months and that's all y'all can do is just stop a one time six hundred dollars. And this my thing is with that, um, six six hundred dollars per person, okay? So they forgetting everybody don't have children. So I guess they feel like, okay, they got six hundred dollars, but per child, so they looking at a person with four people in the house, right? You're gonna almost get thirty two hundred something dollars, okay? Even with that said, even if they're going on that limb, The people still been waiting for four months to pay their house note or their car note and stuff like that, right? Right? But what about single people like me and widows that's not even... What about that age group? That's why I I started the GoFund. What about the, the age group, the working women, especially in business over 50? What about our age group that we don't have babies? We're on our own, but we still have bills. And we're trying to build a business. We're trying to start a business, trying to do something to make some extra money because we, we're not able to work. We don't get Social Security. All right. And if someone's like what I had to do when I was sick with cancer, I had to use my money through my, I had to cash out my 401k plane, my 401k, right? So what about those individuals? So so you're sitting here and you're counting down and you're looking at the clock and you're like, okay, Lord, here we go. Another year to roll around. But this is a totally different atmosphere now. This is a whole nother element because now we are entering into that 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 one world order element that's really, really kind of stick it to me and in, in dangerous because that's, that's when everything is connected everybody's in control that's in the higher realm, right? The political realm, right? And they're gonna know everything about you. No matter how private you think your life is, it's not private, y'all. Because if you're online, if you're doing Instagram and Facebook and paying your bills online because that's how it is now because of this COVID situ- situation. Everything's being converted to online. So you're going to be connected online. So there's no privacy there. Then don't even start talking about the voting situation. Oh, my God. That that was just crazy. And, 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 and the, the thing about it, the man's still in the White House doing crazy stuff. All this is, all this is, is, is it, it takes a toll mentally on individuals. You know, you got the, everybody online, they want to preach, they want to, yeah. and just so much stuff that's going on, I didn't even go on that. I looked on that this morning, and I got off. I said, nah, I'm not, I'm not even doing it. When I put a post, I put a post. But I will say that even through all of it, I could say that God still blessed, He still provided. At eleven fifty-nine God showed up in my life and was able to bless families that was hitting major. From Hurricane Laura and then the other hurricanes that hit Lake Charles three times. So thank God, Redeemed by the Blood Ministries and unique additions came together and sowed a good seed and was able to buy food and, and baby stuff and we got pictures, I got pictures of all of that. We was able to still contribute in the midst of a pandemic in the midst of a storm, in the midst of our own having needs, God blessed us to be a blessing. And we came together with with a sister and a brother in a faith that literally took all the stuff out there and it was all it was all online. You know, so daddy had me to look at that. He said, No, you was effective, daughter, you was effective. You know, what, why, why you be so harsh on yourself? And I guess it's not that, let me see, the best way I could put it, you guys, and then I'm going to let y'all go, because I'm going to go back and finish watching my series. I'm relaxing, because I know starting next week, I got to be hustling and bustling, you know, to the point, you know, um... I ain't going to say hustling, busting. because I'm going to change that. I'm going to be doing it day by day. <laughs> because I have, to, I have to take care of myself. I have to take better care of myself because I have nobody else here to take care of me as I thought that I would at this age in my life. And I'm not gonna be perpetrating, I'm not trying to make something big and extravagant um <laughs> i i've sometimes you just get tired I was t- like tired, you know, I have a whole box here of stuff I need to mail, and it just sitting here, and I'm like, I'm not even rushing why i, I I'm showing people that I care about them i I appreciate they. The crafts, I appreciate their ministry, I appreciate them, and, what am I really getting out of it? You know, I guess I shouldn't be thinking like that, but I am thinking like that, what am I really getting out of it? Yeah, and I, I, I watched it, and I know it's just TV, but I know they have, they have, people like that. I mean, they have a a group of individuals that care about each other and love each other to that point that they're there for them. And I was watching them like, where is the church with this? All the people in ministry that I'm affiliated with and I feel I don't have to keep going through a whole description of my life for you to show that, hey, we want to bring you something. We want. We want to bless you. How you doing? Okay. Well, that's good. Well, we got something for you, Doctor D, because you just been a blessing to everybody. We want to bless you. Where is that? I don't. I don't get that. Where? Where is that? Once again, I can count on one hand on individuals that at least through this past year that strived to make sure that I was alright y'all know what I'm saying so my 2021 is self care for number one I I just want to encourage you guys to really make sure that you guys take care of yourself don't overdo it and overextending yourself trying to be captain, savior everybody else's life and your life is going to shot. And I'm not saying in a bad way but I'm just saying make sure you take care of you. Make sure that you strong enough. Make sure that you are mental capable of extending yourself to help somebody that Sometimes they don't even wanna, you know. I saw a scene that the person, this was a, a a a a a a loose a lucher, you know, not even understanding that his brother was going through something traumatic. But they are only looking on the outer parts. That's why I don't get excited, y'all. I don't care when nobody show me online. You can show me you got a a castle. You know, and you got a, a Lexus, and 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 and, and uh, what they call all them Bentleys, and all the good. You know what I'm saying? You can you can show me all that online. And your marriage, oh, five, six, 10, 15 years marriage, that do that don't show me nothing, cause behind the closed doors, only you know what's really going on. That social media on that part. Man, fake jakin bro. <laughs> and then sometimes I see um, people just post stuff to be spiteful. Because I really, really thought somebody was with somebody else. And now I see that they are nowhere nowhere in the picture. And a whole other person is in the picture. So what happened to the other person? And now you flaunting. At one time, you didn't even want to be seen on social media. You see, and I I call that being spiteful. I call that being spiteful and hateful. And you just purposely hating hurting somebody. And I, I'm just trying to understand with that too. How people feel like they can just hurt people and do things to people and just feel like, oh, I'm good especially not a godly person, not somebody that's not Satan and we're not perfect. But our heart is pure towards God on behalf of the other person. I don't know if y'all can understand what I'm just saying. So I'm not going to stay on here long. It's been 30 minutes. But um, at least I had an opportunity. I saw good seed. On, online for individuals with businesses, they can you can always go on the YouTube for Urban Management Group. I put my um my videos up there, and I have more. I'm gonna start organizing that. I'm gonna take my time, and I'm not gonna rush. I'm not trying to like my daughter say, but well, mind you know, people been online for a long time. You just starting to get on there, so you can't compare yourself. You know, I was trying to do this three minute pitch for this commercial thing and I just couldn't get with it and I was like oh my god so I'm gonna chill out tonight you know I'm gonna chill out tonight and um then tomorrow I guess I, I, I'll just do what I have to do for tomorrow and all is well and I want you guys to be encouraged I just had to share that and get that off of me That's that's that just where my mood was today you know, and I, I think I do that every year. I go through that the craziness every year, I guess. But you have to express yourself. You have to find someone to talk to. You have to release it, even if you have to go and talk to the nature and just and meditate and talk to God about it. You know. And so I talked to God about it, and I and was, He was like, I felt the Holy Spirit was like, well, you know, um, you haven't been on your radio station for a couple of days. You might want to say something. I say, well, God, I don't want to say nothing, you know, yada, yada, yada. He said, no, just express, just be transparent like you always do. Remember, your radio station, your audio diary, you know, period. And believe me, if you're going through an emotional transition they have so many out there going through it too. So I want you guys to be encouraged out there, okay? You're not alone. You know, just be honest with yourself. Be honest with your feelings. You know, don't 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 smother your feelings. That's the worst thing that we can do. Is smother our feelings. Don't do that. Okay? If you don't feel good, if you're hurting, hey, just go ahead and just hey, just express it. All right. Um, check out the YouTube, Boom Factor TV. I have some video, I mean, some interviews coming up. I got some stuff coming up. I just learned not to put it out there until it's done, you know, and I just wanted to say hi. I want to say Happy New Year to you guys. I know it's been a rough road, but hey, we made it this far. <laughs> if you hear my voice, you made it. I mean, you still have a plan. <laughs> Amen. You still got a plan for all of us. All right. So, uh, uh, I'll be back on here tomorrow and I want y'all to have a good time. You know, if, if you feel like you can't and you're going through some mental stuff right now, just be honest, write it down, get a journal, you know, but start taking care of yourself. All right. I love you guys. I love all of you. I appreciate every last one of you that have put up with Dr. D and her rants (laughs) and, and all the things that she have shared. But, um. The most important thing is to know that God loves you. I care about you. I love you with the love of the Lord. And we all going to make it. Okay? We going to make it. You going to make it. I'm going to make it. We just take one step at a time. All right? God bless you. I love you. Happy New Year. Okay? Happy New You. (laughs) All right? All right, you guys.
1: Department received a 911 call of a potential helicopter down in a brush fire at the intersection of Las Vrges Road and Willow Glen Street in the city of Calabasas in unincorporated uh, Los Angeles County. Upon arrival, our firefighters discovered approximately a quarter-acre brush fire that resulted from a crash on the on the hillside. The Los Angeles County Fire Department. Initial response was 15 pieces of apparatus and 56 personnel that consisted of paramedics, engine company, heavy rescue, truck company, hand crews and aircraft and a chief officer to oversee the incident. Upon arrival during the incident and upon arrival of the sheriff's department, our two respective departments entered in a unified command to handle this incident. Um, our firefighters on scene indicated that there was a debris field and steep terrain with a quarter-acre brush fire that was occurred at the time. Our firefighters hiked in to the accident site with their medical equipment and hose lines to uh, extinguish the uh, stubborn fire, as it included the brush fire, debris from the helicopter, and the fire also included magnesium which is very hard for our firefighters to extinguish because uh, magnesium reacts with oxygen and water. In addition to our firefighters hiking into the incident, we had one helicopter flying to the incident with firefighter paramedics on board. Those paramedics were hoisted down to the incident early into the uh, incident. Um, They did a search of the area for survivors Unfortunately, all the survivors on board were determined to have been perished. Uh, firefighters and hand crews worked to extinguish the fire while carefully preserving the incident for investigation. Uh, currently, this investigation is still ongoing. I would like to turn this over to my sheriff to continue the press briefing.
2: Thank you, Chief Osby. Personnel from Los Hills Sheriff's Station responded to the scene of of the crash site and uh, assisted the fire department, and we've established a a containment area, and now our aero bureau has a handle on traffic or uh, aircraft accidents, however, when there's a fatality, then it switches to the National Transportation Safety Bureau, the NTSB, and the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA. FAA is already on scene and assisting. We're waiting the arrival of the coroner's office to assist in the recovery of the remains. As the chief indicated, there were no survivors. We have a manifest that indicates that there was nine people on board the aircraft, the pilot plus eight individuals.
3: There were nine uh, there people? There
2: was wide speculation of who the identities are. However, it would be entirely inappropriate right now to identify anyone by name, until the coroner has made the identification through their very yep. deliberative process, and they've made, made notifications to next of and it'd be extremely disrespectful to understand that your loved one of those errors that you learn about it from tmz that is just wholly inappropriate so we're not going to be going there we're going to wait till the coroner does their job and we're assisting the families of those who believe they have been impacted and it's a it's a it's a tough process and our hope goes out to all of the members that were on board, all the family of everyone who was on board this aircraft, and uh, God bless their souls. So at this point in time, we have nothing that we can add until the coroner does her job. And we'll be making those notifications when we have that information, and we know the next of kin have been notified. Then we can release the information. Properly. Right. We'll be notified was say. in the subsequent right. announcements. So, saying, so, you that's
0: what he's so we realize at this point there are
4: so many questions. There's a lot of information there's out there, and again we understand. Um, you know, there's a lot of information that's floating, but we certainly have responsibility and an obligation at respect respective portion of families, and this is a very difficult time for us all, for the city. We have a mayor here of Calabasas, also city council. We thank them for being here. And in fact, they wanted to pass on a message that uh, for those in the community that want to gather here and are coming to Calabasas, um, if you do, uh, you are welcome to join others at the De Anza Park here in Calabasas and the cross streets there in Los Hills and Las Verges. Also, um, the Sheriff's Information Bureau we will be sending out updates as to uh, when there will be, if there is one, a press uh, advisory out, a notification of another press conference or any other updates through our Twitter. So please look for that. And again, we thank you so much for being here today. And again, thank you for your time. Well, Sheriff, we know okay. the NPSB
5: has
1: to be there to do that thing. Is the public going to be able to get anywhere nearby,
2: or is a Why? You know they just said no. determine period of time. The no.
6: Is, is it any 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 Do you confirm there was heavy fog in there
0: Dude, are you serious? Just see asking that, that question. Just about it, the it just. Well, I be, I really he the bodies are still there. Yeah, they don't even—they not even give him a chance. The bodies are still just there. They right. recovered them just yet? That's
7: just what he California said. Yeah. We, we have a recovery crew as well
0: that's in as the, the route. Look, sheriff. that's one right yeah. there. Yeah. So you got uh, to pick up nine bodies. You got to shadow yourself all over to pick up bodies.
6: There were nine people on board. And I said, no, I pray to right all that Canada, was
0: affected. I had counted Pacific no number because I had know what number. They'd be so quick to want to make news, news and got the information all
6: wrong. Nine
0: people. Now that, that helicopter was overweight. Well, It depends on what kind of helicopter. But it
5: was nine people.
6: Not five. His daughter Gianna, one of Gianna's teammates, a parent, and a pilot. There are four others uh, that are not yet identified. And the county sheriff says, as always, uh, make sure that they will wait to identify who is on that plane. They were looking at the manifest, according to the county sheriff. Nine individuals and all nine believed to have
1: Mm. perished
6: in that helicopter crash What we also heard from the fire chief is that the 911 call came in at 9.47 a.m. Pacific time That 56 personnel were then deployed to try to recover the wreckage and as well put out a quarter acre brush fire and as is, is well known Southern California brush is quite dry and yeah. that magnesium which is difficult to put out and therefore he was saying the fire chief that it did take a, a bit of time to not only put out the fire but then get to the wreckage itself because of magnesium and the dry brush but what is new this hour 5.42 Eastern, 2.42 Pacific Time. Is Girl that unfortunately so number now goes up to nine individuals on the aircraft where it was believed before. That was based on five five was there. Information were five. And, and, and so the worry, Mike and the revs still with us. You know, Mike is we. It, yeah, cause we, cause they ain't saying we nothing
0: about the wife. Yeah, I wonder if the wife was on there. Our, because it only hurts. More. If but that was the other family.
6: Get more information the sisters in local officials Because with Gianna on the plane, excuse me, on the helicopter, as well as the team and the parents, it's all going to be a close group.
8: Yeah, you would think. Um, there can, there can't be good news out of this. I was thinking, we've so often have lost great athletes to crashes, air crashes, uh, helicopters. Um, we lost Thurman Munson, uh, who, like Kobe Bryant, was an MVP of his league. And we lost... Um, Roy Holiday recently but the one that it reminds me most of in a way is Roberto Clemente who died in 1972 who was a great baseball player um, and he was doing charity work to bring uh, relief aid to um, um, survivors of a natural disaster so it reminds me of that because it is the person who transcended his sport. The person who meant so much oh. to our community. And also in 1972, baseball really... Everybody wanted me. And I think that the... And I don't even pray for people the people who road. died on a um,
0: the outpouring and the concern shows where basketball has become as really um, central to our national consciousness. They're saying they're still col- the collecting bodies the bodies and, and they... Girl, they need to so stop. Start this again. Update
9: 1. 1. If you have a runny nose and sputum, you have a common cold. 2. Coronavirus pneumonia is a dry cough with no runny nose. 3. This new virus is not heat resistant and will be killed by a temperature of just 26 27ths of a degree. It hates the sun. 4. If someone sneezes with it, it takes about 10 feet before it drops to the ground and is no longer airborne. 5. If it drops on a metal surface it will live for at least 12 hours, so if you come into contact with any metal surface, wash your hands as soon as you can with a bacterial soap. 6. On fabric it can survive for 6 to 12 hours. Normal laundry detergent will kill it. 7. Drinking warm water is effective for all viruses. Try not to drink liquids with ice. 8. Wash your hands frequently as the virus can only live on your hands for 5 to 10 minutes, but a lot can happen during that time, you can rub your eyes, pick your nose unwittingly and so on. 9. You should also gargle as a prevention. A simple solution of salt in warm water will suffice. 10. Can't emphasize enough, drink plenty of water. Update 2. The symptoms 1. It will first infect the throat, so you'll have a sore throat lasting three-quarters days. 2. The virus then blends into a nasal fluid that enters the trachea and then the lungs, causing pneumonia. This takes about 5-6 days further. 3. With the pneumonia comes high fever and difficulty in breathing. 4. The nasal congestion is not like the normal kind. You feel like you're drowning. It's imperative you then seek immediate attention. Update 3. The new coronavirus may not show sign of infection for many days. How can one know if he, she is infected? By the time they have fever and or cough and go to the hospital, the lung is usually 50% fibrosis and it's too late. Experts provide a simple self-check that we can do every morning. Take a deep breath and hold your breath for more than 10 seconds. If you complete it successfully without coughing, without discomfort, stiffness or tightness, etc., it proves there is no fibrosis in the lungs, basically indicates no infection. In critical time, please self-check every morning in an environment with clean air. Everyone should ensure your mouth and throat are moist, never dry. Take a few sips of water every 15 minutes at least. Why? Even if the virus gets into your mouth, drinking water or other liquids will wash them down through your throat and into the stomach. Once there, your stomach acid will kill all the virus. If you don't drink enough water more regularly, the virus can enter your windpipe and into the lungs. That's very dangerous. So please do everything to ensure your safety during this pandemic. Update one. One, if you have a okay. runny nose and sputum, you have a
0: common cold. I think that's very Two. very good information um that y'all can pass on. This is Dr. D with the boom factor. Please stay home to help save lives. And you staying home is preventing you from catching this virus. It's just like the flu, but worse. It's um, something else behind it. I'm not going to go into details. But right now, stay home, because from what I'm gathering, people that is catching this don't even know how they got it, but they've been out in the environment, and probably was around somebody that didn't even know they had it and got it from somebody they didn't even know had it. And that's why it's spreading so fast, okay? And then the symptoms shows up differently in different people. Sometimes you'll get an early sign. Sometimes you'll get a later sign. Sometimes it'll show up like they had one case. It showed up after a person was in quarantine for 14 days and went about doing what they had to do. And a week and a half later... They wanna rush to the hospital and they had a coronavirus. So, I mean, come on you guys, let's help each other. Okay. It is it's really heartbreaking to see the rebellion of people uh being defiant. Um that's what I'm calling it now. You're being defiant now. Okay. Yeah, I could stay home. I could stay home. I can really call and say, look, I'm really fearful of my life now because people not people are not staying home. They're coughing everywhere. I have a pre-medical uh, uh, condition. That really, to be honest with you, like my daughter keep telling me, Mom, you shouldn't even be out there. But as I stated, I do trust God, but I do also feel... In my spirit, I have the peace of God. I already seen this coming, right? And I believe God is protecting me, all right? And I'm out here. While I'm out here, I am spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So stay at home, you guys. If you don't have to go out, don't go out, okay? If you have to go to the store... Make your list, go to the store and get out of there and get back home. It's news that when I go to the store, I be lagging and just, that's really my downtime. I relax, I walk through the aisles. I know what I'm going to get because I know how much money I have. This is not the time to do that. Okay? This is not the time to do that. So, this is Dr. D. I want to thank all you guys who have literally supported. And, and listen to my program. I pray that my life encourage you to let you know, hey, Dr. D B going through some stuff too, but she hanging in there. I want you guys to stand firm and hang in there. It's not over, y'all. This is just the beginning though. This is the beginning and Yahshua sure is Lord. You you it's a must. This is a time for you to get your heart and your mind locked into God, and receive Jesus Christ as the Messiah, repent for your sins, repent for your doings, forgive those that have hurt and betrayed you, forgive those people, they're gonna, they're gonna do what they want to do anyway, I know it hurts, you know, but forgive them, ask God to help you, and guess what, one day at a time, all is well, Okay? So I love you guys. Y'all be safe out there. Stay home. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. And remember, when you stay home, you are saving somebody's life. All right? God bless.
7: And is now among the more than 200 scientists from 32 countries that are publishing an open letter to the World Health Organization urging the agency to revise its guidelines and acknowledge the virus can more easily spread through the air indoors than previously thought. This video from the National Institutes of Health shows droplets highlighted in green staying airborne for more than 12 minutes after someone stops speaking. The science has shifted. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Initially, public health officials downplayed face coverings, except for health workers. Not anymore. Plan A, don't go in a crowd. Plan B, if you do,
2: make sure you wear a mask. The topic has grown more polarizing. If you don't want to wear a mask, you shouldn't have to. It's a free country. Everyone has the right to do as they please.
4: I don't get to walk into a retail store and light up a cigarette out of my desire to uh, smoke
7: indoors. I shouldn't be able to walk into a retail store not wearing a mask. Harvard University announced online courses for the entire academic year. Across the country, millions of parents and students are now in limbo as school districts weigh the risk for the fall.
10: I'm really worried that if we don't have the mask mandate in place, that the chances of them getting this, bringing it home to me, passing it on to my dad, who is 85, or my mother-in-law, who is 75, um, is pretty
7: significant. In New York City, restaurants are scrambling to break even by expanding outdoor seating. Right now, we're doing um, about 25 to 30% of what we could do before as far as in-house dining. It's just about being creative. Even though the city is now in phase three of reopening, indoor dining is still not allowed and won't be for the foreseeable future.
2: Francis? Gabe, okay, thank you.
7: With cases of
4: coronavirus skyrocketing in much of the country, today, President Trump will take part in a discussion on how to get kids safely back to school. Yesterday, he tweeted that schools must reopen in the fall. The president also turned to Twitter to stoke the flames on several divisive cultural issues. NBC's Peter Alexander has more.
11: During the height of the pandemic, President Trump's turning his attention to NASCAR's only black full-time driver after the FBI determined last month that Bubba Wallace was not the target of a hate crime when a noose was found in his assigned garage at Talladega Speedway. The president tweeting, has Wallace apologized to all those great NASCAR drivers and officials who came to his aid, only to find out the whole thing was just another hoax? But it was not Wallace who reported the noose. Instead, a member of his team found it and alerted NASCAR. Wallace responding, even when it's hate from the POTUS, love wins. The president's also tweeting NASCAR's flag decision banning the Confederate flag is hurting its ratings. Does he believe NASCAR should fly the Confederate flag and why don't they fly it here?
10: The ban on the flag was mentioned in the broader context of the fact that uh, he rejects this notion that somehow NASCAR men and women who go to these sporting events are racist.
11: In fact, NBC Sports says ratings for the race were up nearly 50%, and the president's ally, Lindsey. says he supports NASCAR's ban on the Confederate flag.
2: And if you're in business, the Confederate flag is not a good way to grow your business. it
11: It comes as the president's trying to capitalize on America's growing cultural divide, going after protesters toppling statues. Their goal is not a better America. Their goal is to end America and later downplaying the risk from coronavirus with this statement that many public health experts say is misleading. We have
3: tested almost 40 million people. By
4: so doing, we show cases, 99% of
11: which are totally harmless. While the death rate remains low, hospitalizations in many states are increasing. And in a case that could impact the fall's election, the Supreme Court unanimously ruled that presidential electors, part of the Electoral College, cannot break ranks and can be forced to support the winner of their state's popular vote. Philip? Thanks, Peter.
5: The CEO of the NAACP is speaking out about the Stop Hate for Profit campaign against Facebook. The campaign was launched in the wake of the death of George Floyd to pressure Facebook to do more about hate speech on its sites.
3: It should not be a useful tool to recruit uh, uh, individuals to participate in white supremacy right. and use racial hate right. speech, gender hate speech, anti Semitic speech, and other harmful speech.
5: More than 400 corporations have joined the boycott by pulling their ad spending on the site. Facebook executives are set to meet with representatives of the the organizations who are
4: leading the boycott today. All right, let's get a check on our weather with NBC meteorologist Janessa Webb.
0: Yeah, see what's happening, you guys. They have a private organization on Facebook that's totally white supremacist, okay? And it was a private group, and one of the... NAWCP, I, I think I didn't say too many acronyms, exposed it. And, and of course, let's see, let's, let's turn this down. Of course, that's why the band is there. And there's a lot of other information that is happening all over the world. And I'm going to purposely, purposely share all of this with you guys out here so you just won't be tunnel vision. On one form of information. All of this is wrapping up. It is coming to the point where. Um, um, the, um, the new president needs to be elected this November. And this COVID-19. The protests. All of this have a significant impact. On where are we going forward in this 21st century. Okay. And so. As I get it, I'm going to share it. Okay, God bless you guys.
12: A Chinese virologist called Li Meng Yan is in hiding tonight after criticizing the Chinese government's duplicitous response to the Wuhan coronavirus. Here's part of what she said to Fox News.
5: The reason I came to U.S. is because I deliver the message of the truth of COVID-19. If I tell it in Hong Kong, the moment I start to tell it, I will be despaired and killed. No one can hear me. So for this purpose, I like to go to U.S. and tell the truth of the origins of COVID-19 to the world, to let people understand how terrible how dangerous it is. This is nothing about politics. This is a thing about whether all the human in the world can survive.
12: For telling the truth, the doctor says she'll be, quote, disappeared and killed. This is the government, the NBA, and so much of corporate America, and so many of our politicians suck up to, one that murders doctors for telling the truth. This doctor says Beijing is suppressing vital information about the virus.
5: There are many, many patients that don't get uh, treatment on time and diagnosis on time. And there is no protection for both doctors and the patient and uh, common people. And also uh, the government doesn't allow people to release such information. Hospital doctors are scared, but they cannot talk. CDC staffs are scared. I feel very disappointed, but I already know this would happen because I know the corruption among this kind of international organization like WHO to China government, to China Communist Party government.
12: Let's hope she gets a chance to speak on CNN. Don't bet on it. Gordon Chang is the author of the book, The Coming Collapse of China. Can't come too soon. He joins us tonight. Gordon, thanks so much for coming on. First, the obvious. Do you buy her story?
3: I do, Tucker, because she talks about a change in attitude in colleagues in Hong Kong, as well as the people that she was in contact with in China. And that occurred about the middle of January. Well, that is consistent with what we know about the cover up in China. So the timelines match up and that's really critical. So, yes, I do believe she's not only compelling, she's also
12: credible. So why wouldn't she be a prominent voice in the discussion about COVID-19? I worry that she will not get a hearing except on this channel.
3: Well, she carries a message that, um, you know, is going to be in discordant with what we hear elsewhere. Um, Because, you know, this has become like uh, President Trump versus everybody else. And so you have a lot of people propagating China's narratives in this country because it is politically expedient for them to do so in the short term. And of course, we are in a political season. But as she says, this is not an issue of politics. And it's very important that we listen to what she says because it does corroborate much of what we know about what the World Health Organization and
12: China were doing in that critical January period. What do you think, I mean, and let me just agree with you emphatically, this isn't about the president, it's not about politics, it's about public health, which isn't served when governments lie to cover their own misdeeds or mistakes. What do you think the truth is about the origin of this disease? Yeah, we don't know.
3: Um, I mean, there's two main theories, of course. One of them is this was a zoonotic transfer in the wild from an animal to a human. The other is that this was an accidental release from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And I have to say that my view is the latter one um, because most diseases in China originate and these coronavirus diseases originate in southern China. All of a sudden we have one originating in the middle of China within 20 miles of uh, China's P4 biosafety lab. That is extremely suspicious. We know that a Chinese major general was put in charge of the lab sometime around March. And I believe that she cleaned up the lab to prevent the world from knowing
12: any evidence of what was going on. Because Chinese researchers reached the conclusion that you have reached, there is, there is evidence that this happened. Is anybody in the so-called international community working to find the truth and working to make sure it doesn't happen again? Nothing like this is unleashed on the world the next time.
3: Yeah, what we're seeing is the World Health Organization covering up for China. They've now got two researchers in Beijing to prepare the way for a third WHO mission to China, but they're only studying the zoonotic transfer. They're not going to Wuhan, from what we can tell, they're not going to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So really this is an attempt to bolster China's narrative, which was built, I think, this narrative was built by China to really divert attention away from what it was doing in that biosafety lab.
12: What a tragedy if the propaganda works as it so often does. Gordon Cheng, thank you for your clarity on that. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tucker.
0: Wow, you guys. My, 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 my. What's we gonna do, huh? I believe the company should focus on <laughs> what they do, though. You, know? <laughs> you know? Everybody got their hands in this coronavirus. But it's all, like you said, propaganda, money. Yeah, coffee. Oh my goodness, what's next? The car that was buried 50 years ago has been pulled up. 1957, Lord, have mercy. I wonder what's in it. I hope it was nobody. <clears throat>
13: to take care. John Party wrote that though he was looking forward to it, gotta keep everyone safe. And Kane Brown, set to perform last night, just said, sorry guys. Reaction like that is pouring in along with thousands of comments from you guys on Facebook. These range from disappointed but understanding to straight up big mad. Mixed in there are a lot of questions like, what about all the kids who put in time and money into their animals for the livestock show? They're taking that cancellation
9: pretty hard. I, mean, I understand it just sucks you know putting like all the time and effort and money into not being able to do it
13: i don't think they should really i mean i get it's very serious but there's a lot of kids over a thousand of them in there all trying to show their livestock that we worked on for months at last check crews were working to make that livestock, livestock, the livestock? Grounds and shut down the rest of the rodeo including the carnival Exhibit, you want to know how to get a refund maybe for your concert ticket?
0: Yeah, You're worrying about passes. the wrong thing. What I can tell
13: you about that. Mm-hmm. The rodeo says it's going to mm-hmm. announce its process today. We're going to share that with you as soon as we learn more. But if you bought your ticket from a third party website like StubHub or SeatGeek, your refund is already being processed all right
10: brandy the nba also feeling it the league is suspending this season after utah jazz center rudy gobert tested positive for the coronavirus what? this was the scene in oklahoma city before the game between the jazz and thunder players were told to return to the locker room in the last 10 days the jazz have played five games including stops in boston cleveland and detroit And this moment from Monday is also going viral. It shows Gobert touching all of the media microphones with his hands. That was after the NBA changed the rules and the session was held in a different room. And the reaction from Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban went viral. He was sitting in the stands at last night's game when he heard the news. Here's what he said.
3: This is something out of a movie. And you just don't expect it to happen in real life. But
0: it is real life. the
3: randomness of, of, of the world we live in.
10: The NBA said in a statement that they are working to determine... suspend
0: the, the, NBA sports sports the season. And wow. Want
10: you to join this conversation this morning. Should other sports leagues follow the NBA's league and suspend
0: play? People better but get your horse NBA. right. Com. This is warning signs.
4: Lakewood is moving services online, and Galveston is bracing for a big impact on the cruise industry. There's a lot more to talk about in your rush block as our COVID-19 coverage rolls on. No in-person service at Lakewood Church. Instead, Pastor Joel Osteen will only stream his services online indefinitely. That begins with Saturday night's 7 o'clock service and will continue until further notice. Lakewood made the call in part because of the number of international visitors each week. More passengers from the Grand Princess cruise ship are heading to Texas. Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio is expecting another plane with up to 120 people transferred from California where the ship docked this week. Those passengers will be quarantined for two weeks. Galveston is closely
6: monitoring coronavirus' impact on cruising. Many passengers boarding this ship on Wednesday were not that worried, but federal officials are warning people to be wary of cruising, especially older people with health issues. Meanwhile, some Galveston businesses report a slowdown in cruise passenger foot traffic, although the agency that oversees the port reports no significant impact yet no live audiences.
4: Many television shows are taping without fans in response to the outbreak. Ellen DeGeneres tweeted the news yesterday, and KHOU's own Great Day Houston is suspending its live audience as well. And that's your Rush Block on this Thursday morning.
13: Searching for the perfect family ski vacation? Find it with Burbo. They search millions of chalets to find your family.
7: HOU 11 Studios. This is
10: h
0: This is our news, you guys.
10: But I think it's probably the right move.
13: Now at 5, we're talking coronavirus cancellations. March Madness will go on, but without fans. And the NBA... Suspense play until further notice. This morning
10: we want your take on all of this. Should other sports leagues follow the NBA's league and suspend play? Chime in at KJU.com slash folk now.
4: Thanks everybody for waking up with us here on H Town Rush. I'm Xavier alongside Brandy, Steph, and Cheetah. But when you think college hoops, mm-hmm. you think the NBA, two big events impacted yeah. so far. And the rodeo. And the rodeo, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but waking up this morning for folks just getting the news or the alerts on their phone, shock factor.
13: Huge, DRASTIC MEASURES FOR time. PUBLIC SAFETY, THOUGH. Yeah. Mm-hmm. ALL RIGHT, uh, WE'RE GOING TO HAVE MUCH MORE ON THAT COMING UP IN A FEW MINUTES. that WE WANT YOU TO KICK OFF OUR RUSH BLOCK. ALL RIGHT, GUYS. SO THIS IS DAY NUMBER THREE. WE'RE TRACKING AND TALKING A DENSE FOG ADVISORY. NOW, MAINLY THIS MORNING. This is impacting our coastal areas. If you're waking up in Galveston, if you're waking up on the island, this is what you're waking up to. So some dense fog out the door. Otherwise, though, once you head in town and especially north of town, different than yesterday, you're starting off this morning with higher cloud ceilings and really visibilities a lot better. So throughout the day today, we're going to warm up quickly. We're starting off this morning, mid to upper 60s. Heat and humidity, that will continue. High temperatures build to 80 degrees today. A little bit of that sunshine will keep us dry throughout the day however rain chances pop back in beginning tomorrow we'll talk more about that coming up next stuff
10: all right Cheetah, thank you let's go to the gulf freeway here is a cluster of traffic caused by some construction so you've got road work on both sides of the freeway but if you were joining us a few minutes ago, I pulled everything back so you could see this is only a very small portion of the drive and you don't even need to take the frontage road. Hopefully this will clear away by 530, but this is in the Lamarck area heading in and out of Dickinson as well. So it's less than a half a mile of that roadway project. So we take you to the overall map green being celebrated all across, except right here, southbound side of your 99 heading towards the Katy freeway. A Little bit slower could be something in the works that has not yet been reported. And sometimes when it's this slow, it's maybe a debris field and they have to block lanes just to clear it and send you on your way.
4: Xavier. All right, Steph, thanks. Driving drunk with kids in the backseat. Yeah, that's what Houston police say a woman was doing when she rear-ended an officer overnight. This was on Washington Ave near I-10 just after midnight. They arrested her for DWI. It's likely she'll face felony charges because there were two children inside her car. There was minor damage to the vehicles. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Also breaking overnight in A-Leaf, a man is shot and left in the middle of the street to die after a drive-by shooting. HPD found him on East Street near Cook Road. Paramedics did see PR on him, but weren't able to save him. Investigators say a black Mercedes pulled up and someone fired several shots from the car. They hope surveillance video will help identify the shooter. Fighting the spread of coronavirus, President Trump suspends travel from Europe to the U.S.,
14: Solomon Teka, a 19-year-old Ethiopian-Israeli, was shot and killed by a police officer last summer. In March, his family and supporters showed up at the officer's trial. The officer said the shooting was an accident after he fired at the ground. He faces a maximum of three years in prison. A death wasn't the first to rally the Ethiopian of community. Over the That's a years. the Six young Ethiopian men have been killed by cops, according to a local advocacy group, leading to huge protests across the country. None of the officers were prosecuted until now. This might sound a lot like the Black Lives Matter movement in America, but for Ethiopian Israelis, their struggle for acceptance is complicated by both race and religion. They're facing injustice in the world's only Jewish state, even though they're also Jewish. Young Ethiopian Israelis, like the rapper Teddy Naguse have been at the forefront demanding change. He's best known for the song Handcuffed, which became something of an anthem for the protest movement. What are some of the lyrics that you think or speak the strongest to people that resonate with them the most? The music video was based on a real-life act of police brutality. In 2015, two police officers were involved in the beating of an Ethiopian-Israeli soldier. Neither officer was charged. The visuals are pretty strong.
15: I knew that I need like to bring it to the, to the mm-hmm. Israeli audience and mm-hmm. for them to understand what i speak about. It's me making myself as all the issues of racism and police brutality yeah. like reflected on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
14: Ethiopian Jews started coming to Israel in large numbers in the mid-1980s as part of a government push to help Jews from around the world resettle in Israel. More than twenty thousand of them were airlifted out of persecution and political instability into a promise of citizenship and belonging. Teddy's family was among.
15: Them. So basically, what my mom doing now? She's making buna. Buna. Yeah, it's coffee. It's like a tradition when all the family sit around the table. Yeah. I, can, I can help her. Yeah, you can help her. You need like to need move to them. You need to move them like she's doing the whole time. We need it crispy, but not burnt.
14: This is, this is the coffee the entire family is going to be drinking? Yeah. So if I mess it up, no, it's going to be a problem? You can mess, yeah, yeah. You're have a problem with a lot of
5: people.
14: <laughs> 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 Once in Israel, Ethiopian Jews found that they weren't always welcome. Since they lived in isolation for thousands of years, some of their traditions differed from modern Judaism.
15: Yes, yeah. man! Wow.
14: As an Ethiopian Jew in Israel, do you feel
5: equal to white Jews? We are Jews We
2: we are. We also
16: the
15: is the open This is actually my grandfather's synagogue. Oh this is the, yeah, yeah this is it yeah. synagogue
14: your late grandfather.
15: Yeah It's, very it's a very special place. Here. yeah, it's a very special place. You're a Jew, I mean you don't, it's not connected to your race or something or how you look like. you're just a Jew and there's people who come here and they're non-ethiopians mm, and pray mm. with the ethiopians and, mm-hmm. and my grandfather was very believing that that you know you should let everybody come mm-hmm. you should let everybody come and pray
14: late last year israel's top religious authority the chief rabbinate council formally recognized the community's
15: jewishness <laughs>
14: Rabbi Shlomo Omar was a member of the council until 2013 and advocated for the change. Ethiopian Jews moved here over 40 years ago. Why did it take so long for them to be fully recognized?
7: there's no clear documentation so we have
0: to investigate it's possible that the chief rabbi will represent waited to do it right way in an authentic way it's not an insult it's not that they are being rejected have you
14: experienced any racism within the council that would make ethiopian israelis feel this way
0: i have encountered problems
14: i don't think it's
0: racism of course here and there
7: there's an exception then it invites a very harsh
0: reaction sometimes because it hurts They suffer over there for thousands of years because they are Jews. So they say, and here it's the Jews making. So even in the small, are huge in their eyes.
14: The Israeli government says it's doing what it can. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has publicly condemned racism towards Ethiopian Israelis. We are determined in the fight against racism and
0: discrimination.
14: We
0: absolutely will not tolerate such a phenomenon. We absolute in a democracy that is the land of the Jews.
14: over police brutality prompted the government to launch a series of reforms including opening a hotline for public complaints and creating a task force to root out institutional racism across its ministries and law enforcement awake is is in charge of the union when you speak about these reforms that you've implemented have you had any pushback from yeah. the government Have you had any pushback from the general public? It's very
15: complicated, you know. (laughs) Uh, It's a very sensitive issue. You know, no one wants to create or to be... um, to charge in racism.
14: Which reforms have been the most difficult to implement?
15: In my view, the policy reforms, it's most difficult. Uh, Why is that? Um, Because, first, they are big organizations. And second, I think they um, still believe they are doing good. And they are not seeing the problem, how they are policing, how they are treating people, how they are enforcing the law. And unfortunately, we didn't uh, yet um, to um, uh, cooperate and to convince them uh, to take uh, the step. To change
14: We reached out to the Israeli police, but they declined to speak with us. Young Ethiopian Israeli men, like Teddy's friends, doubt government reforms can change what really matters, how they're seen by the broader Israeli society. Most of the Israelis are not racist, but
15: there's they, silence. They, they are silence. And, and being silent, when you see racism, is you know, oh, part <laughs> of the problem. A problem. Yeah. So, if we will fight, we will, um, I mean, um, be activists for that. Maybe the
14: rest of the Israelis will, you know, we will ask, uh, and uh, make a settlement against racism. How do you all identify? Like Ethiopian, Israeli, Jewish. For me, I'm both of them. What first? What first? What first? Ethiopian. What first Ethiopian? Ethiopian, yeah. Then Israeli, yeah. And what about you, bro? I'm Ethiopian then Jew, then Israel. Because uh, I feel
15: like they don't want to here. So. that
14: Teddy sees reason for optimism in his fan base. They're young and diverse.
15: I think that our generation is on the halfway of bringing the solution. I mean, just like for me to grow up with people who are not Ethiopian, and for them to feel about me like I'm their friend and I'm like I'm their brothers like so I think this is what like uh, can fix racism when you know the person you, you will not afraid him you will not shoot him you will not do anything to harm him because you know uh, he's just he's just like you. <laughs>
0: Ethiopian Jews are building a movement against racism in Israel. Wow. Even in the Holy Land, <laughs> our brothers are getting shot down, beat. That's, that's, wow. That's all I can say. Well, as always, you heard it first here on Boom Factor TV with Dr. D. I pray that you're having a glorious, beautiful comfortable day. It's going to be very, very hot outside. So if you go out, make sure you mask up, glove up, dehydrate up. Okay. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. It's Dr. D. This is what Tuesday? Yep, it is Tuesday. We done made it to another day, you guys. And guess what? Black Lives Matter's protest is still going on. It's still moving strong as ever. And changes are being made. Statues being coming down. The the bills are being submitted. They passed the lynching bill. I'm I'm believing God that they'll start. Making changes through the other policies and underneath Congress, and really uplifting the Amendment 13, 14, and 15 Amendment with the Civil Rights uh, Movement that the Black community d- did not have an opportunity to benefit from, but the people out there from all over the world—this is what's really amazing to me, people from all over the world, and now they even have smaller communities that's most dominantly are uh, white descendants, and oh my gosh, they're protesting Black Lives Matters, And you know what? Black lives do matters. All lives matter. White lives matter. Latino lives matter. Asian lives matter. But at this present moment, Black Lives Matter. Why? Because of the... Oh, my God. I can't even think about saying it again. But they've been killing our our people. They've been killing our men. They're attacking. They're killing our women. Now they're going down all the way to the teenagers in school. My Lord. The children. And it's all the black race. So enough is enough. And I'm not just saying it. I'm going to allow you guys to hear uh, Trevor with the The Daily Show. And in so many seconds, he can correspond and share more broader perspective of what I'm saying. That black lives matter.
16: Never before in American history has there been an uprising like this, exactly like this, where you have huge numbers of people coming out every single day in every single state in the country. And it's particularly noticeable because it's almost completely spontaneous. Usually big demonstrations take months of planning, publicizing, getting permits. These ones are just, ayo, meet me outside in five minutes, and people are there. Since starting in Minnesota after the murder of George Floyd, These protests for black lives have spread like nobody could have imagined. From tens of thousands of people in big multi-ethnic cities to 200 people in towns that are 90% white. And now, even more impressive is that this protest has started blowing up all over the world. In Paris, they marched, as they did in Rome and Tokyo. In Hungary, a silent
7: crowd took a knee for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. COVID-19 kept Thai protesters off the streets, but on screen in a massive Zoom session. In London, joining this protest mattered far more than
13: the
0: lockdown
7: rules. Thousands, many masked against coronavirus gathered outside the American embassy.
0: Your message is heard
16: over here. and and we'll keep fighting the same fight that you are. We'll keep fighting the same fight that you are. Yeah. That right there, that right there is why this movement has become as big as it has. Because everyone, everyone is now realizing that we're all in the same fight. Like, these protests may have been sparked by one killing in one American city, but the truth is, the truth is that if you are a black person, or a minority or a poor person in many places around the world, in London, Berlin, Seoul, Cape Town, you understand what it means to be a target of the police and a target of a system that is designed to keep you down with violence if necessary. And that's why you now have people in every country standing together, standing together to say, this is not acceptable anymore. Black lives matter. And whenever there are big protests, whenever there are big protests, there's always going to be people who stand on the sidelines, right? There's always going to be people who sit in their their newspaper offices or TV news studios and say, I sympathize with you, but this is not the way to get what you want. This is not the way that you should be doing it. Protesting is a waste of time. It turns people off. It's just performative. It doesn't accomplish anything. Well, you know what? I hope those people are hungry because they're going to be eating their words. Because after two weeks, Just after two weeks of these protests, we're already seeing incredible results, both large and small. For example, for decades, Americans have been arguing about Confederate monuments and other racist statues littered around this country. The people have said, take them down. And government officials have said, oh, we'll think about it, we'll study it, we'll start a commission, we'll get back to you. Well, this time, the people said, take them down, And the government officials responded with, yeah, you're right.
13: There were cheers Thursday night at the foot of Richmond's Robert E. Lee statue after the governor announced the monument, which stood for 130 years, is coming down. Mobile, Alabama, removed a Confederate statue this morning, and Indianapolis announced this one is coming down. For days, protesters in Philadelphia have tried to tear down this controversial statue of former mayor and police commissioner Frank Rizzo, widely accused of being a symbol of racism for his tactics against the black community in the 1960s. 60s and 70s, the city taking it down in the middle of
9: the night.
16: Yes. 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 In Philadelphia, they decided to take Ooh. down a statue of a racist police yes. commissioner. Yes. And I guess the question we should be asking is, why did a racist police commissioner have a statue in the first place? Right. And yeah, there are still, there are still people out there who are like, yeah, but if you take down the statues, how will people learn their history? These statues are about his. Read a book, mother... That's how you learn history. No one really thinks that these statues are teaching anybody history. Right. The bubonic plague was a major event in history. We don't go around putting up statues of rats. You don't see that shit anywhere. <laughs> and speaking of learning, that's another thing that these protesters are affecting. That's another area that, that that we're seeing the impact of the protests. Because people, people, just average people, are hearing these conversations about racism and policing, and they're saying, you know what? Since there are no statues... Maybe I should read.
13: Books on systemic racism are making bestseller lists as protests continue across the country. Six of the top 10 best best-selling books on Amazon are on the topic of race in America. White Fragility,
10: The New Jim Crow, and Just Mercy are some of the books at
13: the top of Amazon and Barnes and Noble's bestselling list today. Wow. s is sold out of the book, How to Be an Anti-Racist, and has hundreds on back order. James thinks they've received a total of 3,000 online orders this week alone. Wow. And a eventually had to stop
16: accepting them. Yes, thanks to the protests yes. and thanks to the conversations yes. and thanks to people pushing. Yes. Americans are so concerned yes. about what's happening in their country yes. right now yes. that books about race and racism yes. in America are sold out. Yes. And yes, I know a lot of people might say it's too little too late. Why are you only reading now? That is a good question, but I think at the same time we've got to be happy that people are reading yes. now. Yes. How many times have we seen a video? How many times have there been protests and no books have been bought? No conversations have been had. So this is movement. This is progress in the right direction. And you can see that it's working because people aren't just buying books. People are saying black lives matter and they're not just saying it, they're saying it in public. Black Lives Matter has become the phrase that people admit needs to be said. And maybe it's because of George Floyd's video, maybe it's because the whole world was forced to sit at home and watch that video, but it's happening. Everyone from Mitt Romney to K-pop fans are saying Black Lives Matter. Corporations are saying Black Lives Matter. Amazon, Bud Light, Gushers, everyone is saying Black Lives Matter. And don't get me wrong, I don't know if these companies are actually gonna do something to show that they believe Black Lives Matter other than just saying it but it is still a major step to have American corporations who just a few years ago were terrified of that phrase saying it as part of their corporate ethos. Because Black Lives Matter shouldn't be controversial as a phrase. Black people having lives shouldn't be a controversial thing at all. And you can tell that this protest is working because even the NFL Even the NFL has stepped up to say, you know what? We was wrong. We can do better. That's right.
10: Roger Goodell is apologizing for how the league failed to support players who are protesting police brutality and racial injustice during the national anthem. For many, this is an about face that was a long time coming. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is changing the league's message, releasing this video statement late Friday.
16: We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. Yeah. Yeah. Roger Goodell, commissioner of the NFL, has come out with the statement that you just saw, which is one hell of a statement from the NFL. And look, it is a bit weird
0: that he's affirmed
16: their commitment to Black Lives Matter and protest, and then not mentioned Colin Kaepernick, the person who was blackballed by the NFL for protesting for Black Lives Matter in the first place. I mean, that's, that's what I mean about people actually doing something. Like, it's nice to see the NFL say this, don't get me wrong, but I hope that Goodell and everyone at the NFL are actually gonna look at doing things. Because every other industry, You know, they have to prove their commitment by hiring thousands of new black people. The NFL's just got to hire one. And yes, I know I said, I know I said that even purely symbolic gestures are nothing to sneeze at, but we all agree that posting statements, taking down statues, and selling books is not enough.
0: That's right.
16: It's part of it, but it's not enough. That's right. Companies have to hire more black people. Companies have to stop not hiring people because they're black. The culture has to amplify more black voices. And of course, cities have to end the racist policing of black communities. That's where we all started. That's where this whole thing started. And that's the good thing about these protests is that it hasn't just gotten people talking. It hasn't just got people buying books. It hasn't just gotten like leagues and organizations saying black lives matter. The best part about these protests is that they're already producing substantive changes as well.
13: The killing of George Floyd is fueling calls to defund America's police departments, defund the police chants are spreading at protests, and the hashtag is gaining momentum on Twitter. The idea may also be catching on at city halls. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti said Wednesday he will not be increasing the police budget. He also announced $250 million will be invested in such areas as jobs and education, especially in
16: black and non-white communities. Yes, Los Angeles has announced that they will be taking money away from the LAPD and putting it into programs like education. And please don't get it wrong. This is not a spite thing. I've seen so many conversations where people seem like they're punishing the police. No, studies have shown that when you invest in people, when you invest in communities, you don't need to invest in the police. That's right. It makes sense. Prevention is always better than a cure, especially when the cure kills black people. And after the mayor of Los Angeles made this announcement, after Mayor Garcetti came out and did this, which was huge, other cities quickly said that they're also gonna try, at least try to fix their policing problems. New York has announced that they're planning to cut the police budgets and change some of the laws that have protected killer cops. Houston, Sacramento, and other cities are banning chokeholds. They're banning chokeholds and certain other uses of force, which is not enough, but it's a start. And Democrats in Washington have introduced a bill that would, among other things, make it easier to investigate and punish violent police, as well as banning no-knock warrants like the kind used by the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. And if all of this actually happens, these will be meaningful reforms. But one of the themes that has come out of these protests is that reform is not enough. What a lot of people are saying is, you cannot reform something that was inherently designed to be bad. And so what many people are demanding now is to defund or abolish the police. Let's stop having police in schools. Let's stop having police deal with homelessness or people with mental illness. Let's stop having police patrol neighborhoods where they don't live and give that job to residents.
0: That's right, that's right.
16: And a month ago, a month ago, if you said any of this, you seemed like you were crazy and it was a pipe dream that would never happen. But again, after these protests, it may soon become a reality.
1: In an unprecedented move, the Minneapolis City Council has vowed to defund and go beyond that, dismantle the city's police department. They're promising to replace it with a new system
11: of public safety. We are seeking to disband the Minneapolis Police Department
3: because it is not keeping Minneapolis safe. We have looked at ways to reform this department.
8: We do not believe it is possible.
16: Yeah, the city where this all started is actually promising to defund the police. And look, we're not naive. We know that promises aren't always kept politicians weasel out of things all the time, and even good intentions only go so far. But to have gotten this far with less than two weeks of protest is truly amazing. And it's not over yet. The people are still fighting. The people are still pushing. And something tells me if they keep at it, there will be no stopping them.
0: I believe that is so excellent, you guys. It is so excellent that in the beginning. <laughs> in the beginning, it was a hard roll. <laughs> but we 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 see that when the people minds come together in this situation, what could be done if we only could keep this momentum? And the memento is not to be destructive. It's just black people don't want revenge or retaliation. Black people want fairness. We want what's due to us. We want what we worked hard for. If I work hard for something, I do to be valued. And matter of fact, let's rewind all the way back. Oh well, four hundred years. The fourth generation, my fourth generation. I had an aunt and a great grandmother that was slaves and born into Was born into slave slaves, and still underneath that mental state of respecting of um, another race. My grandmother was still part of the help. You know the movie The Help. When my grandmother was still working, and that's how the white folks were still treating the black folks way back then, in 1960s. Okay? And because of that, and because of that, they only was able to teach us from generation to generation... On what they experienced, because they they believed in a change, but until then, this is what you have to do, so that systematic mindset spewed through the black community as a protectionist like, okay, we have to preserve our life, you guys and 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 this is what this was what seven years ago, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, we still was experiencing. This, this monstrous behavior of people talking to you any kind of way, looking at you, profiling you, arresting you, abusing you, and now this is all heated up, and as you see, this is the results of it. And I am so glad, I'm so glad now the real history is coming out. Because I do, I honestly believe some individuals that I have met in the last 10 years of my life, especially white people, they feel like, you know, y'all keep talking about this. What is this? I mean, why we just can't move on? That's, that's the statements that I used to always hear. Why black people just don't move on? You know, all this racism and black, I mean, just just do what you have to do and you can get your job and you can get educated and you can, you, you know, you can be a business owner. Okay, yeah, and we have seen that, but it has been a struggle for our race to even begin to make a profit from businesses that they have started. Or something traumatic happened, like a natural disaster. And, other. hey, we've seen that in Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, everybody came together here in Houston. But who benefited from it? The rich. And the whites. I know numerous people, and I was even in one of those numbers. Numerous people that still just was recovering last year, before the COVID hit. People were just like, "Wow, we just recovering." Or people just getting their apartments, or just getting their house completed, or just—it was like always just, just. Oh, I just did this, or I just did this, and then boom, shakalaka! Look what happened. So yeah, it's time, and I'm glad, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the whole world is on one accord with this issue, and maybe, just maybe. If we begin to tweak our hearts truly, the change have to come in the heart and change the mindset, then we'll see a hand of God sweep through this country like never before. And that's what I'm waiting for. That's what I'm waiting for. And that's what you should be praying for too. All right, I'm going to holler at you guys later. If I come across anything else, I will share it right here live on the Boom Factor Radio Show. God bless you. Not
8: waving a gun as police say. Let's get more now from Gabe Gutierrez.
0: That's a shame, that's a
7: shame. Tonight, the coroner in Columbus, Ohio, says preliminary autopsy results show Casey Goodson was shot multiple times in the torso. Oh. And police have released this new 911 call made by his cousin who was inside the home.
0: What's going on there, sir? I don't know. Somebody break to the house and shot my His family
7: says the 23-year-old was coming home from a dentist appointment and holding Subway sandwiches, not a gun, when he was fatally shot last Friday by a sheriff's deputy.
0: My only focus is justice. I eat, breathe, and shame. sleep justice. And I won't stop. This week,
7: Ohio's Attorney General refused to take over the investigation, criticizing local police for waiting three days to ask for help. Now, federal authorities, including the FBI, are reviewing the case. Authorities say SWAT team members had just finished an unsuccessful search for an unrelated suspect when Goodson drove by waving a gun. The deputy, Jason Meade, later confronted Goodson outside his home. Police say there was a verbal exchange and that the deputy shot and killed Goodson. Meade wasn't wearing a body camera and wasn't required to. And wow. Casey's
13: family wants answers. They want answers quickly.
7: Neither the sheriff's office nor its union has commented on behalf of the deputy. Lester?
0: Oh, wow. uh, I Thank you. Up
8: next, the shipping
7: deadline you need to know
8: about
0: tonight Man. before your wallet takes a hit. day is full of it, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's going to take a while. They say three days they call for help. I mean, enough is enough. I was in so much tears. I was in tears, y'all. When I heard that, I was like, again? I'm like, okay, so you're just going to run up to somebody. You follow, you follow. First of all, you follow the young man thinking he had a gun. Okay. Thinking he had a gun in his hand. And you just going to follow him and approach him on his property. And then just going to shoot him. I'm like, come on, bruh. Come on, enough is enough, y'all. You know, I'm kind of sick and tired of all that crap. I really am. It just, it just getting just crazy. And, and, and I feel like to say, hey, if the policemen really want to be, the, be right and good policemen, when they have their morning briefings, I really would like to hear how their morning briefings are. Is it to the point where, okay, we out there, remember... We are being paid to protect and serve our community so please make sure that whenever you get a call let's get the details. let's not automatically pull out our guns unless it's a real real necessity. No these policemen they they provoke stuff they're gonna follow you, they're gonna approach you you know I mean come on now. And then he going to tell me how he wasn't required to wear a body camera. I thought all the policemen, I thought they had a law where all policemen supposed to have a body camera on. Why Why he didn't have to require, why he wasn't required to wear a body camera. Come on, y'all. Come on. Y'all, they, you know what? Y'all trying, to, y'all trying to insult our intelligence. Come on. Come on, it got to be better than this. It got to be better than this, y'all. It got to be better than this. See, so y'all don't hear from me in a while. I'm doing good. I'm trying to, you know, make sure things is up. Got to be quarantined. You know, you got to deal with stuff from other folks that's messing up your livelihood. And, and the thing about it, they're still shooting and killing people. Lord, have mercy. Lord have mercy, it got to change, y'all. Something got to change, it got to change. I don't know, but something got to change. Something got to change. Something got to change. I just, I don't. Something got to change. That's all I keep feeling. Something got to change, and it got to change soon. It got to change soon. They just, I mean, it's younger and younger. 23 years old. You just took his life. Handsome black young man. Come on. You know, that was just like yesterday, y'all. I had did a quick Facebook thing yesterday. but I had on, y'all know I'm on, on, and I was supposed to do one yesterday, so I'm going to do it today. I have my grandbaby, but I'm going to do it today. Uh, I'm trying to, well, I'm not trying, I am. I'm striving to teach people how to go ahead and get your business and stuff straight this week, because next week we're going to try, we're going to do an online show y'all where some places where y'all can, um, apply for some simple grants, you know, simple grants. So, um, I goes to the county clerk because I had really, I really, I forgot about my, my, um, my daycare business name that I had for four years, and it was very good. We got accredited and everything. But at that time, um, I got sick, and they had a lot of stipulations changing even with the daycare. um, The daycare industry. And at that time, it was just too much, and and the parents didn't want to pay on time. They didn't want to come get their children on time. Y'all know how that go. So, you know what? I just uh temporary closed there and then i helped this other young lady she needed a di- director she had needs her she had needed to um update her her daycare or they was gonna shut her down and so i i mean i thought we was gonna be we was gonna grow and i had learned some hard lessons with that but nevertheless, uh, it still was profitable because how God did it, it just worked. And it worked because I always put God first. He going to always be first. And as long as we continue to acknowledge Him, you see what I'm saying? Hey, God going to reward you. And that's just how I just deal with whatever God give me to do. So anyway... So I went there to update my um my business name. You know you can go do an assumed name so nobody won't take your name. You can go ahead and register name, right? And um, (laughs) it's kind of tight on it, but guess what it is. And so um, I went there. So I guess I started off wrong with the lady because I had switched the apartment and I scheduled the apartment it was for 11.30 and the old apartment was for 9.30 so I thought the apartment was for 9.30 right so I guess that early right and so they say call a number when you come because they have to let you in because you know you got to go through that Temperature check or whatever. They didn't have no temperature check or whatever. Um, they said, "Was you ever exposed to anybody?" Well, I kind of feel on that one because my matter of fact, I need we need to find out. We'll find out today about that results. But I had no temperature check. I don't have no symptoms. But anyway, and I had my gloves on, my mask, and I had to take care of this. I had to take care of this business. And so, um, she said, well, I don't see your name on the list. Are you sure it's for this county clerk? I said, yes, ma'am. It's on Buccaneer Street, right? And, um, well, I'll be down. I'll be down and see your paperwork. Okay, so she was already, like, hostile, right? And I was like, oh, what's going on with this lady? It's early in the morning. Is she hostile already? Or she ain't going to be at work. You know, this is what I'm thinking. So, y'all know me, Dr. D, I'm going to do my best to try to put a smile on your face. I know we are all, you know, working underneath uh, a health, health environment that can be detrimental to your health, but you got to work, right? So, she came down, and um, I, and so while she was doing that, I was looking through my emails. So, I looked through my emails for my uh, confirmation she said, well, I don't see you. She, she said, um, you must be at another court. I mean, at another county. So I looked her, I said, no, here it goes right here. It's another. I said, oh, ma'am, look. Look at it. It's here, but it's at 1130. I said, I apologize. And um, I said, you know what? I can come back for 1130. Oh, no, come on, come on. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just, you know, tell her, Um... Um, um, wash your hands, please. So, you know, you had the, the, um, sanitizer right there, you know. You can sit right there. I'll be right with you. Okay. So, right then and there, y'all, I'm like, all right, this is going to be interesting. Something wrong with this lady. And, and yeah, she was a, she was a white lady. And, um, I said, oh, my God. Okay. Okay, we we got to approach this in a, a kind and loving way, right? So I'm, I'm saying this out loud, but I was saying this in my head. Just watching her body language and her mannerism, and um, she said, "So, um, what, 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 what can I do for you?" I said, "Well, I have to update my business. I, I let it expire, you know." Well, what kind of business is it? I'm like, "Excuse me." I said, "Well, yeah." So I just took the paper out. I said, "I'm not talking to more of this lady because she got a she got a very nasty attitude, you know." Saying that within myself. So I gave the paper to her and um she said, Okay, um, is the is it's the same address? I said no, we wanna update everything. And um I, and she said well, the address on your license? I said, no. I want you to put the mailing address on the files, not my home address. And um, she stayed said okay, so she would I mean she just typing and moving her little head and I'm looking at her expressions. And I'm saying, Oh my goodness, what's wrong with this lady? I'm saying this to myself. And I said, look at the screen, make sure everything and this is how she was talking to me. And I'm law you know I'm not exaggerating. Um look at the screen, screen and make sure everything is um correct. So I looked and I said, yes ma'am, everything is correct. Okay, but this sign right there. And I was like, oh my God, what's wrong with this lady? So um they had the little thing. I had my little paper from the little ink thing, so I start signing it, right, you know. She said, okay, well, that's $18. I said, okay. I said, but I have another one. Uh, uh, another business? I'm like, yes. And so I didn't even say, well, what kind of business is this? I didn't even say none, y'all. I said, it's a functional one, ma'am. Here go the paperwork. So I gave it the paperwork so she can see it's already been filed. It expired. And I just need that updated, okay? So she was, she sit there and looked at it and opened up. Okay, there she go. Okay, look at the screen and make sure everything is correct. And it's the same address? Yes, it's the same address. And what was that number? So I gave her the, the address um, number. Is that correct? Yes, it is. $18 for that one. So it's $18 for the first one. $18 for the second one. And I was like, okay. I'm like, okay. $18. So I'm saying to myself, why is she saying that like that, y'all? I was like, okay, what? She trying to intimidate me or something? Or I was just like... Why is she saying that? You already said the first time it was $18, right? So you know what, y'all? I, and I did, I said that on a video. I, I said to myself, I said, I'm about to piss off now. Since you won't act like I can't, I, I, I'm i not able to start a business. Or I can't afford $18 to, to, to assume a business name, right? So I said, you know what? I said, oh, can you uh, explain to me? Uh, we have a company in another state, and I'm trying. I'm, can you explain to me the procedures? How we can do business here? Can I do business here? Uh, well, what kind of business is it? I I say, well, it's a functional business, ma'am. I just need to find out the steps. You know, I know the stuff, y'all, but I just did that to piss off. Since you won't act, you will act snobby with me, okay? I'm gonna really, I'm gonna really piss you off. Now, what I'm about to do, and so, <laughs> so she was like, "Well, you have to get. Um, is it incorporated? I said, yes. It's, it's a functional business, ma'am. It's an incorporation, but you're gonna have to get it um, done through the state of Texas. That's in Austin, and once you do that, um. You can bring it here and whatever business that you want to um, perform, it will be on that left, that letter. I said, oh, oh, okay, so, hmm, and can I use the same name? Now, I'm just, I'm just pissing off because first of all, y'all, ain't nobody was in the office. Okay, ain't nobody was in the office. Oh, I forgot the most important thing. Let me rewind that right quick, y'all. Let me rewind that. Let me rewind that. I forgot the most important thing. When she came downstairs and met with me to let me in the building, she said, yeah, because I I, 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 I had to look all through the, the, the files and the dates, you know. And you had the wrong time. It wasn't 9.30. It was 11.30. I really, I had to um, look through to find your name for the time. And I was saying to myself, dang, it's just a computer. only thing you had to do is scroll up, you know, if you had a, 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 a schedule, right, Only thing you had to do is scroll up or scroll down and you can see all your apartments, right? And I'm saying to myself, okay, why is she telling me about this big deal about her finding the right apartment date? All right, so let's speed it back up. So, um, I love it. (laughs) I love it, y'all. That's why I say y'all got to start a business so y'all can have power in your own hand, okay? And for some apparent reason, I guess they feel we ain't supposed to have a business, a beating business. Are we capable of maintaining the business? I don't know, but anyway. So um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, she she I said, oh okay, so hmm, you know what? I'm gonna have to bring it back to the board, and I want to see how they they really want to. Uh, Start business here in Texas, but since I'm the representative here, let me just go ahead and assume the name here so we can reserve that name for 10 years here in Texas. Y'all, y'all should have saw the look on that lady's face. She said, well, what, what would be the name of the business? <clears throat> so I gave it the name of the business. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, y'all. So I gave it the name of the business. And uh, I love it. Give her the name of the business. Will it be the same address? I say yes. That's the headquarters address. That's the mailing address. I want everything with the same address. So she did her little thing. With that little look on her face. You know, shaking her little head. You know, and what's the number? What's the what's the unit number? I say five two two. Okay, can you look at the screen and make sure everything is typed um the way you want it? And I really wanted to tell her, ma'am, whatever happened to you is gonna be all right. So instead of me saying it like that, y'all, I when she had got up the first time and got the um the other paperwork. She had some nice boots on. And I said, oh, I like your boots. I said, ooh, I like those boots. You know, I'm just trying to cheer her up some kind of way because something was wrong with her. Baby. She was like, thank you. I was like, oh, my goodness. And I said to myself, I said, oh, Lord, is she Trumpy? Is is this a Trump supporter, you know? I mean, what's really going on here? Because she sure got some issues going on. (laughs) So we did that. And you know, um she said, Well, it's um that's eighteen dollars. $18 for the first one, $18 for the second one, and $18 for this one. So I looked at her like, and I'm saying to myself, why is she saying it like that? I said, so how much is that, ma'am? Now since she won't be funny with me, I sit there, I already know it's fifty-four dollars, but I since you doing all the counting. I said, and, and how much is that? So she looked at me. It was like a pause, y'all. And I looked back at her. Well, ma'am, you have three businesses at assumed name businesses for $18. I say, yes. And how much it is? Well, ma'am, it's $54. I say, okay, no problem. Well, how are you going to pay for this? I said, well, do y'all take cash, credit card, checks, what? Whatever, how you want to pay for it. I said, well, you know what? I do have some cash that I set aside for investments. And I do have my credit card, but you know what? I need to get some equipment with my credit card. And I just pondered, I just let her wait for about a couple of seconds, y'all. I say, I'm going to piss you off since you want to act like this towards me early in the morning. Early in the morning, you tripping. I say, you know what, sweetheart, let's just do, let's let's just do, and they don't like you to call them sweetheart, let's do cash. I got cash for you. That's okay with you? $54, right? $18 for the first one, $18 for the second one, and $18 for the third one. Three businesses, right, that I'm just starting right now, right? $54, right? I got cash for you. I went my wallet and got my cash, y'all. And then I know I teed off because I had a whole $50 bill. I went pop, pop, and that was my birthday money I've been with saving, right? And so I took that $50, took another $4, pop, pop. It was fresh and crisp, too, and I gave it to her with a smile. That lady took that money, she got up. I'll be right back with your copies. (coughs) Y'all, I'm telling you, the stuff that we got to deal with, nobody going to tell me that lady was a prejudice, you know, she was profiling me, and and I called myself. Um, I I wasn't dressed up. I just had on my nice little <clears throat> pants. I had a nice shirt on. I even put my diva hair on. I ain't want to scare the folks with with my locks. You know, with my with my hairless. I put my little diva wig on so I can, you know, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Trying to avoid the very thing I try to avoid. It still happened. So what I'm saying, you guys, it doesn't matter. Our skin color is a threat. Now, I know they may have some people that may be on here and say, come on, Dr. D, come on. You're always talking this. But guess what? I'm experiencing it. What you seen in the rhetoric that's going on out here in the world or whatever, we are experiencing this still. Still experience this. First of all, Why you have to keep telling me that it was $18? I know how to count. Don't you think I know I was going to be able to pay for it if I came in here and do it? Right? The whole point was, like I was sharing it with somebody, the whole point was they couldn't believe that, hey... This person is starting a business. What you doing starting a business? Well, it's not so much that I'm starting a business, y'all. I'm already in business. It's just that I had to update my name for the companies because I let that expire. And one of the companies, I lost out on $25,000 because the thing was expired and I forgot. I didn't know. So when it went to go and verify, it was inactive. Right? Inactive means it's not in business. Or something happened, but it has to be active in the system. So, even with that, it's not that I'm just starting something fresh. I've been doing this. So, you guys, you guys just gonna have to just fight the good fight of fate and hang in there and just do what you have to do to thrive out here. Because, guess what? It's gonna happen. I don't care how you dress, what you look like, how you present yourself. You're gonna always get some kind of repercussion. You're gonna get some kind of some kind of judgmental backlash. Because other individuals, right? Other individuals can't can't equate themselves to see somebody else at least trying to do something for yourself. I mean, you is in the position to grant people DBAs to start businesses, you should be, like, excited for them and saying congratulations, you know, and pray all is well and yada, 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 right? No, no, you got. It. And what kind of business is this? I say it's a functional one. You don't need to know, you don't need to know nothing about my businesses with that kind of attitude. Boy, oh, they got something in here from the soldiers, y'all. Remember that girl? Um, Wait, what happened? That girl was really not on the girl. Fort Hood investigation.
13: Ever taken 14
0: soldiers, 14
13: soldiers, including general officers have either been fired or suspended. Oh,
0: wow. York.
13: Officials say they created an environment that contributed to sexual assault, sexual harassment, and even
7: murder.
9: 33 years of service. That
3: was the biggest gut punch I've ever received. Wow.
1: We've got a problem. We got to fix.
13: It comes after a review sparked by the brutal murder of Army Specialist Vanessa Guillen, who went missing in April, her remains found two months later. A fellow soldier, who later killed himself, believed to be involved in her death. Guillen's family alleged the soldier sexually harassed her. The panel interviewed hundreds of women and blasted the culture at the base, saying leadership (coughs) created a permissive environment for sexual assault and sexual harassment. Guillen's family praised today's actions, but they say more needs to be done.
2: We demand justice for our soldiers,
15: and justice for Vanessa Guillen, and to respect our female soldiers who put their life
13: at risk. The panel offered 70 recommendations to address these issues, and Congress has introduced the I Am Vanessa Guillen Act, which would make sexual harassment a punishable crime in the military. Lester?
8: Courtney Kuby tonight, thank you. This evening, the FBI has joined the investigation into the death of Casey Goodson in Columbus, Ohio. The 23-year-old black man was fatally shot by a deputy during an encounter on Friday. There are conflicting accounts of events before his death. Authorities say he was carrying a gun. His family says he was carrying sandwiches. Now to our year-long NBC News (laughs) investigation. Millions received prescriptions by mail.
0: Yeah, you know they're going to try to clean that up. Okay, y'all, let me get myself straight here. Ah, I will holler at you guys later. I pray that y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Today is Throwback Thursday. We're going to throw back all the old. Remember the good, but we're going to thrive forward for the new. All right? Peace. And don't forget, you guys. Hey, oh, you know what? That's my fault. I'm going to put it on the the description. Y'all have some time. Come on and join us next Saturday for the Marinette Publishing Authors and Awards show. It's going to be virtually. The reservation is free, but you got to reserve because it will be locked afterwards. Um, go ahead and reserve so you can get that link to join us next Saturday night, seven o'clock. The award show will be live on, um, zoom and, uh, we're going to have some gifts. Come on, sign up so you can give us some of these prizes, y'all. Come on, this guy's got some good prizes too. They got um, we we from Walmart. We got a a selfie lamp with a smartphone holder. It's a mini T uh, ring light. A ring light. They call it a selfie lamp, but it's a ring light. It's real cute. We have some other uh, electronic things to give away. Have some some inspiration to get you started in writing your book and just. Just letting you guys know that hey, they got somebody out here that love you, and God wants to show you that hey, your creativity is not in vain. He made you creative, okay? And we want all of you guys to start thriving and shining. All right, get let's let's get these, um, let let's get the voice out in books. Let's get the art out with your with your paintings, okay? So I'm gonna put the um, link. On this description and pass it forward, and I'll see y'all next week. Well, y'all going to hear from me through the broadcast, but I mean live. You know, this is another opportunity for you guys where we can meet each other, find out where each other at. Y'all, come on. I mean, unless this feed is wrong, I have almost 80,000 listeners on this feed, Okay. If I could just get a 1,000 of you guys, even go to Boom Factor TV and subscribe for me. And hit the notification for the new program that's going to start in January, okay? Um, a lot of information for you to learn and grow. And uh, I'm putting it out there, and they got a lot of other information that you can glean from. But um, I, I, I know I say, Lord, I'm going to leave a mark in this world. Some kind of way to show, to leave that people know, hey, well... At least I know about that girl right there. She tried to help people. She, she got information, she gonna give it to you. You know, I'm not gonna hold nothing back. I'm not a perfect person. Yeah, I guess I make mistakes. I make people upset. I might go to the full fashion, talk about all kinds of things. You may call me a conspiracy theory, but guess what? I'm just gonna reveal what, what I, I perceive that's happening and just keep us awake. And, you know, just keep us awake because they have some really disturbing stuff that's happening. And as long as the the norm is being visualized and you keep hearing it over and over again, well, that's what you're going to believe. But guess what? It's all lies. Only God is the truth. You know, he is the truth. Okay? So, all right. Later. Love you. Appreciate y'all. All right. God bless. Happy new years happy new year happy new year people what's going on i pray you have a blessed and wonderful coming into the new year 2019 the year of the unseen will be manifested on the boom factor ha 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 happy new year happy new year happy new happy 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 new year What's up? Happy New Year! Girl, you silly ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Dr. D with the Boom Factor. What's up, family? Happy New Year to everybody out there. I want you all to be safe. And uh, I will be uploading some other messages and some songs that we did. Um at church and transitioning from 2018 to 2019. So, peace! Well, Happy New Year's! This is Dr. D from The Boom Factor, and I just want to say... You made it. Oh my gosh, you've been through so much this year. And listening to your podcast and others, we all have encountered some type of adversity. Adversity. But guess what? We crossed over, you guys. We have entered into the new decade. And I just want to give each and every one of you a word today that got me off the couch because that's the closest I was able to make it when I got in here from last night. And I felt the spirit of the Lord say, no more procrastination. Let's reach our destination. So from my heart to yours, this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. And I want to encourage you. So let's go forward. Much love. Hey guys, well, Happy New Year. This is the first day of the new year. This is Dr. D, and I am just sending out my 21-day devotional for this month. I have really, really been pondering over, oh my gosh, so much stuff has happened in 2020 to really make you um, reflect on yourself and I say you know what this year I don't know if you guys um, listened to the episode from earlier this morning or did I do it last night I can't even remember but you know what we all have encountered oh my goodness so much in 2020 so much love so much loneliness and probably abandonment but God comes to reassure us and I believe that if we can continue because yes last year it forced you to uh, focus more on yourself and, and little things that we took for granted It shined a light on those very things that we took for granted. And so, I am just sitting here. Since it's still... The clock is still ticking. Uh, Excuse me, but literally, I have really been in a moment of um, rest. But I also was striving to do some computer work and i must say my 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 hand you know you guys i was dealing with my my wrists like maybe three months ago and about me trying to do some updates on the website and you know making calls just you know trying to well i trying but striving to move forward to really really um had me some income coming in. My arms really started bothering me real bad, and I was—I got into like this little funk mood, you know. And then I watched the episode of a series that I'm watching, and. Some of it is really, really, oh, man. I mean, it's really, real tough issues. Even though they play it out some, but I'm like, no, there's something always going on. But you know what I really got out of the series? A support system. And so, these first 21 days is really going to be a support system for somebody out there I want to be a support system for you uh, I know how it feels not to have that support system and 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 when you thought you had a support system, then all of a sudden that that support was not legitimate because it had wrong motives or their own agenda right and it just left you out in the cold. But I've learned some things. And so, Mm -hmm. even though I may feel like I don't have a support system, the Lord is my support system the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And He encouraged me. And then I, so I want to encourage you guys. So, today on day one, Of being part of this devotional. Okay. I I want you guys. You don't have to follow what I'm saying. Um, You can start your own devotional. But uh, with that. My whole. (laughs) My whole. Being is trusting in God and committing to prayer, you know. And if we could just take five minutes, you know, and praise God, you know. I would praise His name as long as I live. I would praise Him. You no know, no matter how I feel and what I, I, I don't think that is right. And I may... Y'all know if when I go on my little rants. But at the end of it, God loves us so much. He loves his daughters so much. And I really want to reach out to the women out there. God loves you with an everlasting love. And hold on, my sisters. This year is going to be a glorious year for you. And, And even though you may feel your heart has been broken, you know, you've been spiritually and emotionally deceived, even when it comes down to friendships, man or with woman, that I want you to know that God loves you. And he has not forgotten about you. And he has not forgotten about the situation. But he don't want you to hold on to this thing where it will drag you down. Where you won't be able to get up and go forward and enjoy your life. That's why every day I enjoy my life is you know, I have a lot of things that I'm dealing with right now. I'm facing a lot of things, and it's not just a coincidence that you guys don't hear from me every day. So today is a good day. Today is the first day of the new year. Okay. So, I'm taking it one day at a time, you know soon i I think it's next week. I'll be going to the doctor next week. you know, and so I'm just believing for a good report and and if if the report is still on the borderline, you know, um that's just how it is, but I'm gonna continue to express myself, I'm gonna uh, continue to share what God has revealed. I'm gonna to continue to share my pain. I'm gonna continue, you know, if, you know, I, I'll be nominated for uh, different awards and then when that don't come to pass, yeah, because I know my radio program is totally different because I'm gonna talk about real issues. I'm gonna talk about what's really hurting people I'm gonna talk about a lot of situations that many just preach about, or preach to the person, and really don't even take time to have an ear to hear that person out. So that's my assignment. I've, I've received it, accepted And I just ask you, I'm gonna dedicate myself more and more to God and I'm not going to be hypocritical about it but I will be transparent about it and and please 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 um uh, some may listen to my broadcast out there that will never comment will never send me a review will never you know encourage me and say you know what I heard your program it really blessed me I know there's many out there that's listening and will not press that button to say like, will not give me a review on the a, on a TV side, the digital TV side, a YouTube. I mean, will not follow and subscribe to the station. I mean, my Lord. But you're still listening. And because you're still listening, and I know you're still listening because my ratings are going up every day. I started out with two people listening. Now I'm almost 80,000 listening audience. And as I said before, just be so loving kind to me and go to my YouTube page and subscribe. I really need to get that up this year. <laughs> I really need to cross that 1,000 mark. You know, if... if 10 people, if at least just 10 of you guys do that and share it with your friends and tell your friends to share it, oh my gosh, that'll be a so awesome ripple effect. That will bless Dr. D so much. But I do understand. Oh my gosh. I do understand that it's going to really, really. Break a person' fingertips to just go and press that like button or subscribe, or favor or write that review. I mean, it's really gonna just cause you to have to put that little finger in the in the in the cast because you had went and went through an extra mile and pressed like for Doctor D. Wow, that's a lot of trouble, which it shouldn't have be.
9: Ooh, are we
0: so after staying on this long, I just want to share uh, today day one in 21-day devotional how we're going to praise the Lord. As long as we live, we're going to praise Him. We're going to enjoy. We're going to enjoy every day that God has given us that opportunity. I want you to know you have to know. You have to know. You have to stand fast. Don't don't let. <laughs> Do not allow the enemy to take your strength away from you. This year we're gonna need it because he's coming. Okay. My thing is, will you be ready? You have to be ready, folks. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say on that part. Uh, Happy New Year once again. Much love, peace, joy, and happiness. This is Dr. D. Go ahead over to um, YouTube and type in Boom Factor Radio and subscribe to the TV station, uh, the digital TV channel, because... Uh, in two weeks, we're going to start our interviewing. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited about the awesome people that will be coming on. You'll be able to see on once a week on, on that show. And and for the radio side, if you listen to Spotify, major, the major online platform, just go ahead and review. Hit that star button, and that really will really be a blessing to Dr. D, okay? So... I want to say goodnight to all of you guys and know that today is, I will praise the Lord. Let me get it back up, let me get it back up. Oh my goodness, what did I do? I will praise you, O Lord, as long as I live in your name, I will lift up my hand. Oh, my gosh. Make sure you take your time and ask God, dear Lord, I come to you over my prayer life right now. I know that I've I've been lax <laughs> and have been so distracted lately because of all this stuff that's been going on. But I'm in a new year. I want to renew my commitment. And spending more time with you, Father. And every day, I ask for the Spirit of God to help jumpstart me. And live the life that I need to live for this day and every day. Help me to recognize the striving in my heart when someone needs a spontaneous prayer. And help me to recognize when it's you, Father. That wakes me up in the middle of the night to be that watchman on the wall. Help me, Father, to have a clear ear to hear Your voice. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. I'm out. This Doctor D. God bless y'all and happy New Year. Woohoo!